Okay, everyone, I'm gonna need you all to be cool. So, um, I kind of screwed up this week with the episode. Something happened. I don't want to get into details because I don't know the details. It's deeply anyone else's fault. I'm sure of it. But my audio got lost. Um, so it was my turn to edit anyway, so... You know, I figured maybe I could slip one by Aaron and they won't notice. So I re-recorded a bunch of stuff. Um, So when you're listening today, I just want you to know this isn't a conversation you're listening to. This is one side of a really brilliant, smart, intelligent, entertaining conversation. And then it's one dumbass trying to recreate the other side of it. So you know what? It's going to be a little different. It might sound a little strange at times, but overall, I think it is still a good episode and I hope you enjoy it. Um, but if you hear all of a sudden on my end, me talking about how things are from the future, it's because I'm recording my part like four weeks after Aaron recorded their part. So we're going to get through this together, friends. I believe in us. I believe in you. And I know you believe in me. So if we just hold it together, Aaron never has to know. Okay. So just don't say anything to Aaron. Okay. Are we on the same page? Good. That was a little joke. I can't hear you. You can't talk back to me. So anyway, without further adieu, here's the pod, and I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you're nice to us. Um, here's episode six. One, two, three, four, go! Falling in love is such an easy thing to do. Let's get into it. Listen, okay, are there some things that should be canceled in the year 2021? Yes. Yes. These include um, It's Always Sunny, which (gasps) honestly is a funny show. I have seen a lot of it, but it's been too long. They've done blackface way too recently. All this to say, Charlie Day, if you would like to come on the podcast, I'd love to interview you. Thank you. Charlie Day, if you'd like to date Jesse, I'd love to date. (laughs) It would be, I'd show you a good time, I'm sure. (laughs) There are some things that should be canceled. Otherwise, we don't want to be too grace-like and we want to learn Mm. to think in the gray areas, not too black and white, and engage with our media critically. Yes. Is is Taylor Swift my cup of tea? No. Do I have some beef with her? A little bit. Who doesn't? Yeah, and I don't listen to her music (gasps) and I don't really like give her money. I don't give her any money. Hmm. I've not watched Miss Americana on Netflix. Well, that's valid. I haven't either. Do I judge my friends who like to listen as Taylor Swift? No. Yes. Not unless they're oh. not unless they're people who are like, oh my god, Taylor Swift is a homosexual. I'm like I literally the opposite. Let's not put labels on people that they do not take on themselves. Yes. Okay, that all that to say, in twenty twenty one, we are learning to engage with our media critically. Yes. Okay, sure. Move on. Um I tweeted something brilliant and beautiful, and the world wasn't ready for it. And more importantly, the Swifties weren't ready for it. And I was abruptly cancelled. They found it. They threatened to burn my house down. They um, attacked me in the street. I was hit by three Toyota Priuses, which was just an excessive amount. I don't really understand 
how these like 12 year olds could drive but you know the police found me three days later caked in a pool of my own blood just knees absolutely shattered nothing left my tibia was removed i still don't have a tibia i didn't even know what a tibia was until this moment until they took it away and now i realize how vital a tibia is and all this because i made a tweet about taylor swift that people weren't ready to engage with that people didn't quite understand i don't get it I thought it was fine. I didn't even directly criticize her. She tweeted out her issues with Ginny and Georgia. I just said she kept this tweet in her back pocket until Black History Month ended, which she did. Yeah, I mean, she had to have the kicker last line that it's International Women's Month or whatever. Yes, it's International Women's Month. But you know what comes right before International Women's Month? Black History Month, which is a month I celebrate. It's a month I enjoy. Oh... Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Why would you send that to me? <laughs> I'm doing something. Ignore the chat. Ignore the chat. I'm doing something. <laughs> Is that the truth? Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take it you're just lying to me in the chat. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Oh my lord. I don't know how to deal with this. Anyway, Taylor <laughs> you Swift. You got ratioed. <laughs> I got ratioed so hard by Swifties, and these are like children. I got attacked by literal (laughs) children. They took my tibias and shattered my kneecaps. What am I supposed to do? They found me. They, They hacked my Twitter. They threatened my life. There's one standing outside of my window right now with a pitchfork and a sign telling me to watch my back, I guess. But she's holding it Taylor Swift style, like in the You Belong With Me video. Yeah, like she's outside of, she's in her window and I'm in my window. And she's like holding up signs threatening me. And I'm holding up signs like, leave me the fuck alone. It's actually kind of cute. And maybe I should record my own music video in response to these Swifties. (sighs) But yeah, so I got canceled by Swifties this week and it was fine. Yeah, I mean, I appreciated your your quote tweet thank you it was funny i mean like i thought it was funny i honestly like i don't really think taylor was saying all that much yes the joke was like maybe not that good no it was lazy was it deeply sexist Uh, debatable like it's a lazy joke are we gonna get angry at every single lazy joke on television oh yeah i mean literally in our first episode you are like john mayer is telling fathers to be good to their daughters or else they won't sleep with him and be exactly. gassed by him. And when we complain about John Mayer in the same way, it's not like deeply... What's the word for like sexist towards men? It's called punching up. Exactly. That's the word for being sexist towards men. It's called punching up, people. Look it up. Okay? No, I have not seen an episode. Oh, you haven't? Wow, I talk a lot during this damn podcast. This is pretty messed up, actually, that I make my views. Like, I just talk so much when we have this really powerful non-binary person who is willing to talk with me every week. And I just talk all the damn time. And they just listen so attentively. They're using good listening strategies. You can hear them say, like, oh, yeah, every now and then. And, like, really egg me on. And just, like, yeah, it's like... 
you can tell they're actually listening to me and i really do appreciate that so much i mean i read it as taylor as critical but that's no literally not... only because i am critical of taylor oh we're being critical Swift. of taylor Swift. so anything that's not like yes queen slay i'm like that's critical because you know if you're not being very nice to taylor swift you are being critical and you deserve to have your house burned down i'm so sorry that you had to go through this today i am too i miss my tibias okay they were really nice and i never appreciated them while they were here and now they're gone and i have to live with that every day of my damn life so laugh if you want no i think you're i think you're fine Thank you so much for giving me this space to talk a lot. And Listen, for... I'm taking a theories of gender and sexuality class right now. Oh, shit. Could I go into the actual theories of, like, intersectionality and how, like, white feminism mm. only includes black feminists as, mm. like, a space disruptor and then they go back to the status quo and oh. black feminists don't have their own space for black liberation? Yes. Yes. Oh, Can I goodness. cite things for you? Yes. Yes. Do I think your tweet was alluding to any of that? No. No. And it should have been. It could have been. I could have gone in on Taylor. I was going to go in on Taylor. But then I thought, no, I don't want to get hounded by Swifties who are going to steal my tibias. And then (laughs) I toned it down and they still stole my damn tibias. So (laughs) am I still? Damn, I talk way too much. Really, this is an issue. Aaron, if you're listening to this in post when you release the episode, I'm sorry for talking this much. There's a lot of silence to fill. Hmm. Wow. Aaron must be a big Depeche Mode the way they must enjoy the silence. Depeche Mode fan! Fuck, I screwed up the joke. Um, I think here I'm talking about how Taylor Swift does not need you to defend her, okay? She's powerful, she's rich, I'm neither of these things. I have a podcast with, like, 60 listeners that I love so much, and we love you, and we we honor you, and we appreciate you. But the power differentials, huge. No. Yes, they are huge, actually. Like, oh, Aaron was doing the active listening thing again. Oh my gosh, they're so great. Let's hear it for Aaron. Everyone, if you're listening to this podcast, take a moment and just give a round of applause for Aaron. Yeah, I mean, I think cancel culture is, like, it restricts, like, humans' abilities to grow. When you have cancel culture, you have cognitive dissonance, Mm. which means either, like, you, like, basically, like, you double down because you don't want to feel this, like, discomfort in your brain so either you like issue like a bullshit apology and then feel better about it because you issued like this bullshit apology and don't change your behavior or Mm. you double down and your behavior gets worse due to cancel culture like there has to be a way to um to learn to grow like engage with people and be critical about what they're saying that does not involve um cancel culture yes also yeah, cancel culture does not exist in the way that oh, conservatives yeah. think. Oh, yeah, this is not... Like, rep- this, this... It's so dumb. Like, the people who get canceled most are, like, people that piss off the Christian sphere. But the cancel culture doesn't exist in in the spaces that it should, right? Where people of power, such as pastors, are, like, engaging in inappropriate sexual contact with minors. And they're not being held accountable for their actions. We need nuance. We need space. We need to hold people accountable in a way that, like, you cannot be anti-prison and then also, like, holding up cancel culture. There's no room for restorative justice. Um, So true. There's no room for growth. 
when there's like a fear of doing something wrong and that like limits humans abilities to grow and that like paralyzes them Mm -hmm. and just like the growth is negligible for so long yes that's the truth you're spitting truth all day every day this is why i appreciate you so much i appreciate you for other reasons too but Mm -hmm. for the purpose of a podcast i really think it's cool how much truth you spit just spitting it out like sunflower seeds spitting it out no i'm not gonna make that reference that would be dirty and inappropriate and we're a family show okay (laughs) use your imagination people wank wank oh i was homophobic in middle school oh are we talking about our homophobic past yeah i was homophobic (laughs) until like two years ago now i'm still homophobic but for different reasons it's called hating yourself yes and it's acceptable and we love it okay (laughs) let me be homophobic in peace please don't come after me I think this is going well. Do you think this is going well? I think it's going well. Okay, note from the future. Erin, you can tell me to shut the fuck up every once in a while because uh, this is getting ridiculous. Someone got me going. Yeah. Someone got me going good. Do you ever think of that Charlie XCX song, Boom Clap? Yeah. It's really good, right? Like I know. That was too good to go on the Fault in Our Stars soundtrack, right? No, I it, it really, like, it. there's so much limitation to like the way that you learn a lot of growth that you do emotionally is like through making a mistake yes comparable to putting boom clap on the fault in our stars soundtrack (laughs) nuance see (laughs) um but i'm jesse no you're not what the fuck are you doing (laughs) i'm (laughs) jesse no i'm jesse i'm literally (laughs) jesse just kidding i guess i'm aaron and i'm jesse what the hell? Don't do that to me. <laughs> I was so confused and Jesse, scared. the first rule of improv is yes and. That's why I'm a shitty improv partner. I'm selfish <laughs> and I don't understand things, okay? You should know this. Um, I've never once caught on to a bit that's like, my most recurring bit is that I don't understand <laughs> bits. But this is going to be episode six of Secret life of two gay american teenagers where we are recapping episode six of secret life of an american teenager secret life of the american teenager actually (laughs) please get it right brenda hampton will take my other tibia um this episode is titled love for sale no relevance no no reason there's no reason whose love is for sale roxanne perhaps because she put on that red light roxanne you know, the, the the police song, Sting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. glad we're on the same page. Glad we figured it out. I can't wait to hear the response to this episode. Okay. So, um, I'm going to set the scene. Um, Jesse, I <laughs> I put some dialogue in the chat for you and I to play. Oh, my lord. Um, yeah. That's why I sent it. <laughs> That makes sense now because you did send I'm pregnant in the chat and it rocked my whole world. I was so confused. (laughs) No. Um, So I'm going to set the scene. Amy is sad. She is wrapped up in her robe. As you do when Um, you're sad. Very like divorcee outside on the porch drinking coffee in the morning vibes. Oh, it's Big Little Lies. It's literally Big Little Lies. She's sitting um, at the table at 6 a.m. She's in her robe. Um, and her mom comes in and makes coffee. Um, she keeps her coffee in the freezer, which was a very popular thing in the 2000s, but has since been debunked. Um, and so we love to see that um, historical accuracy, even though this was literally filmed in the 2000s. Um, 
and she scares her mom and her mom goes, oh, I didn't see you. You startled me. Like, why are you sitting in the dark? And we are going to now play um, Amy and Anne or Mommy Ringwald. Mm. Mommy Ringwald. We love her. Um, Do you want to be? I will be Mommy Ringwald. Okay. I'll be Amy. Okay. So what are you doing there sitting in the dark? I'm pregnant. I'm sorry. I just woke up. I'm pregnant. What? I'm pregnant. What do you mean? Is this like a school assignment? I'm pregnant. And scene. I don't know if that was accurate. All I know is Amy says she's pregnant like 17 times. And guess what? We already knew that. The listeners know. Like, it seems like so- that's something you do for like comedic effect in like a show where you're like, what? I didn't hear you. What? I didn't hear yes. you. But this was. This is a drama, supposedly. Her mom is in disbelief. Um, and then this is wh- this is what follows. She goes, is this something you and your sister came up with? mommy ringwald thinks ashley and amy came up with this to take her mind off of her husband leaving her which seems like a very weird thing to come up with um have you never heard the phrase when it rains it pours oh my goodness yes i heard it from that country song by that guy who's probably canceled by now because he probably sucks was he the one with the confederate sticker on his guitar no i never okay funny story oh please I never had the school assignment where you had, like, a bag of flour or, like, a fake baby that cried. Oh, yes. But I did, I, I threw shot put in high school. Oh, and my gosh, same. my senior year, I was at an indoor track meet. Oh, love that. And my friend Kaylee and I, um, there was this, there was this high school team and a bunch of the people on their team had fake babies because oh they're, they were going through that assignment right now. And so we went up to someone very random and we were like can we take a picture with your baby (laughs) and they were like um i guess but like be careful because you actually have to like hand like handle the baby correctly and i was like don't worry i'm a nanny which i was and i continue to be a nanny but i love that i was like oh yeah yeah yeah." like i'll be instead of being like oh yeah i'll be careful with your baby i was like don't worry i'm a nanny well yeah you got to get that brand recognition about and then i still I still have those pictures of me holding that fake baby. Maybe oh. I'll put them on our Twitter when we launch Yes, this. please post the pictures. We need to see. We need to see. But no, the assignment I was talking about in um, in our social problems class, we had to like go home and tell our parents that we were pregnant or that we got someone pregnant. That seems like a bad idea. It was a bad idea. It got out of control. People were upset. We had mothers crying. Okay, it was rough all the way around. It should not have happened. And I do think they stopped doing the assignment. So I didn't actually do it. Like, I did the other option, which was you could, like, just ask them what your parents... Or you'd ask your parents what they do if you were pregnant or if you got someone pregnant. Which, you know, gave parents a chance to, like, pretend they would be good about the situation when they probably wouldn't. Now I think my parents would be overjoyed if I got a woman pregnant because they'd think they'd, like, fixed me or something or, like, I was straight. But, you know. Hey, but you know what? You don't have to be straight to get a woman pregnant or to get a person pregnant. Anyone. You can get people pregnant no matter your orientation. Yeah. Don't let anyone tell you differently, okay? I'm here for you and I love you. Oh, my God. I can guarantee you whatever story I'm telling did not need to be this long because I think I told a better story in this short period of time. Yeah, that's so interesting. Um, Ashley comes into the kitchen um, and her mom is like, Ashley? And Ashley 
I love Ashley. Oh my god, Ashley. She just fucking takes yeah, off. Yeah, she runs. She senses the drama. She just runs she bolts. away. She bolts like a Disney film with Miley Cyrus and John Travolta. Am I right? Yeah, and um, okay, so then Ashley is... I really... Ashley is a good sister. She's like, such a good sister. Really like a peacekeeper. I think she's probably an Enneagram 9. I don't know what that means, um, but I will take your word for it. Mommy Ringwald is like, how could this have happened? And um, Ashley's oh. like, it could have been an alien abduction. Yes, which plausible. Honestly, the truth is out there. Amy is like, I want an abortion. <laughs> and mm. that's the point where Mommy Ringwald is like, Ashley, go to your room. Yes, not beforehand. Now we need to get rid of Ashley. Oh, my Lord. Poor Ashley. She deals with so much shit. Yeah. So Amy either wants to go to a home for teenage mothers. Yeah. Which was very... That's like Riverdale shit. Like, that happens in season one of Riverdale, I'm pretty sure. It's very confusing to me because I don't really think these still existed in, like, 2008. Like, I don't... Well, you obviously have never been to Riverdale. <laughs> the town with pep. I've never... I don't endorse Riverdale. But that did, like, kind of, like, that was, like, reminiscent, like, the 1950s, 60s. Um, Like, I've read a lot of, like... And I used to watch Cold Case, which was like a stupid copaganda show. Copaganda. I just need you to Sorry, say the phrase copaganda. right. Um, and there were like a lot of like um, episodes where it would be like, oh, like, you know, 60 years ago, this girl went to a home for teenage mo- mothers and then like she disappeared and she was never found again. And they like find her or they find her body or then they solve the murder or whatever. But then I've also read books like that like i've read like kind of like horror-esque books i don't really read horror because i am a baby oh same horror is spooky Um, i don't like being spooked i guess more like thriller psychological thriller books um where that is also the plot point but they always take place in like the 1940s 50s 60s of course yeah that just feels like a right time period for that oh have we considered that this might be a period piece what if we find out at the end that it was all in the 1940s like i'm not Shyamalan's the town did he do the town the village fuck it's the village oh okay i was like the town the town with ben affleck (laughs) oh (laughs) okay yes m night Shyamalan directed the town just so we all are clear (laughs) um he directed blake lively in the town that would have been a wild movie, actually. We should make that. Re- fuck the Snyder cut. Like, let's let's release the Shyamalan cut of the town. Oh, a simple favor. Oh my god, a simple yeah, favor. The best movie that's ever yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it. I think that Blake Lively deserves an Oscar for the <laughs> scene alone and everything else. I'm gonna bleep that out. I went into that movie with no expectations, and I came out loving it. I was so happy. I felt physically high and drunk. Uh-huh. I was like Beyonce in that Coldplay song. I was feeling drunk and high. Oh, yeah. It was such a good time. And honestly, we need to give acting Oscars for bad movies. Because Blake Lively shines in that. It's so good. Just anyone who can stare Anna Kendrick in the face and call her a repeatedly and i will bleep this because i don't want spoilers no you're so fine but it is so funny oh yeah definitely i agree with you it's so good um yeah it's a lot of amy crying oh so much amy crying this episode and every episode 
I know filming this must be exhausting, number one. But number two, like, she really needs to go to the therapist and, like, process this. Um, I hope we see that in the future. Oh, for sure. That would be good for her. So, okay. So she either wants to go to a home for teenage mothers or get an abortion. And immediately Mm. we go to the theme song. It is so jarring. They really It's so jarring every time. It shouldn't be happening. They you know how like Grey's I mean, I don't know if you've watched Grey's Anatomy, the straightest show in the entire world. No, Um, I'm literally gay. So Um, I watched, I was like obsessed with it when I was, uh, in high, when I was like a sophomore in high school and they had like a whole theme song and then eventually they just learned how to do it where it was just like a black screen and said like Grey's Anatomy. And then sometimes they'd go back to the theme song and then eventually they just like cut it out. That's fascinating. That's kind of like, I believe Bridgerton does similarly, you know, Shonda, we stand. Oh yeah. Have you noticed Netflix has like one type of title? Like, it's just a big object with smaller objects around it, and they zoom around the big object to look at the smaller objects. You can see it in the... Are you talking about the politician with Politician in Luke Cage, in Daredevil, in Bridgerton. Oh, okay. Because um, you still hear... I mean, honestly... No, the, the politician is it's, not what I'm talking about. I'm yeah, talking about Sufjan Bridgerton. Stevens, Chicago. No, I was okay yeah. with that, because I got to hear Me, Chicago, Chicago by Sufjan. All things go. That's all. All things go. <laughs> Oh, Sufjan. Yeah. You stan. Okay, they do the theme song, and we're then we're back with. Oh, then we're in Amy's bedroom where she is playing the French horn. But oh, she's just playing a sad little dirge on the French horn. But she's not even playing the French horn because it is so like Shailene's cheeks are not like puffed like i've never played a like a horn instrument i was a i was actually a drummer oh wow okay <laughs> um, rub that in we got a little ricky over mostly, here mm. mostly i they let me be a drummer because a lot of the songs we played used the xylophone oh. and i played the piano oh um, a lot of transfer on that a lot of yeah transfer. and so they were like okay well you can like read music and then i was the only person in my year who knew how to play a drum set because i was in an all girls oh because i'm not a girl were but, you in muna um, like band i was in and we went to, like we were in like battle of the bands anyway um when i was in like i was in like eighth grade and then i got kicked out of the band because i didn't have a drum set at home to practice oh, oh so my like God. lame kim vibes were you in muna were you a founding member of muna oh my god i wish <laughs> actually yeah everyone um oh actually i was in fifth harmony wow <laughs> oh yes good for you i know proud it's of more, you proud to know you it's more queer i was actually i'm actually the f- i'm actually the fourth heim sister yeah <laughs> oh wow that's exciting too. Go on. Okay, again, we are digressing so much during this episode. We do digress a lot, and that makes it very <laughs> difficult for me to hold a conversation in the future. As I've reached back through the hands of time to have oh, this yeah. conversation. The sands of time. Son of a bitch. I know. It did. If it, it was kind of a sad. It was sad. So, it was a bummer. It was a straight bummer. Um, Amy is playing the French horn. She's mournfully. Badly. She's so sad. Molly, it, Mo- Mommy Ringwald is lying to the school about them going to Chicago. All things go. Um, All things go. And Speaking of Sufjan, am I right? 
And then Amy's mom clearly has never heard no. of HIPAA, and she's like mad at Doctor Hightower for like not calling yes. her and telling her that Amy HIPAA was gets pregnant. such abuse in this show. And as a HIPAA stan, I can't stand for it. She is amazing. She is poised. She is grace. Wait, who are we talking about? Sorry, I zoned out for a second. HIPAA. We're talking oh, about HIPAA. HIPAA. <laughs> I was like Adrian. Yeah, no, come okay. on. No, I yeah no Adrian. Similarly, I love, but I stand HIPAA. I so love Adrian. I stand. Neither HIPAA. Amy nor Mommy Ringwald want to tell George about the pregnancy, which mood valid. George is an ass. He's gonna be an ass. I'm sure. Okay, I have something very important to say before we bring up Mimsy. Oh, please. So Amy mentions abortion again. And mm. Mommy Ringwald is like, that is your choice, which is valid. Cool. But she's like, but I don't think I could. And then she goes, eh. it's how I feel about life. And then, like, winces. Like, it's a full... <laughs> Go back and watch that scene again. Because the way that, like, Molly Ringwald winces after saying that line, you can tell that that hurt her. She was like, what the fuck? Like, Yes. That wasn't Anne speaking. Wh- what? That wasn't Molly speaking. That was Anne speaking, and she hates it. I know. Uh, she was so upset that she had to take that stance. Do you think Molly and Brenda Hampton ever got into it, like a fight or like a lesbian kiss? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so, and then her mom is like, oh, oh. Amy, what happened to your plan? Oh, I wish. That sounded like Moira Rose a little bit. But... Can you imagine if Moira Rose was Anne Jurgens? Not to take anything from Molly Ringwald, but holy crap, that would be wild. Mm-hmm. And then this is when Mimsy is Mimsy, brought up. The last um, Mimsy, perhaps. I thought that was a rabbit, but I guess it's a person, and that person can be a oh grandma. Oh my god. Do you remember the last Mimsy? I loved that. Yes, I loved yeah. that movie. You saw that? Wasn't Abigail Crazy. Breslin? Oh, it, it wouldn't surprise What's me. That seems like Abigail? an Abigail Breslin joint. Abigail Breslin. Oscar-nominated Abigail Breslin. I feel like we're saying her name wrong. Breslin? Abigail? Breslin. I don't know. I was obsessed with her as a kid. Oh, who wasn't? I think we were both obsessed with Abigail Breslin because we were both gay. So it was a different kind of obsession for both of us. Who was the boy in it? Catherine Hahn? Catherine Hahn was in it. Holy shit. Oh my god, I love, I love We stand Catherine. I've loved, I've loved her for years. Oh, of course. And you can quote me Yes, and we should, we should bring it up. I watched How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days recently. She's the best part of that movie. Oh. Yeah, she's the weird friend, remember? She pretends to be a therapist and- Who's in that? Kate Kate Hudson Hudson and and Matthew McConaughey. Kate Hudson and and Matthew McConaughey. Yes, she scams Matthew McConaughey out of $300. It's iconic. I love it so much. Oh my goodness. Yes, so it's good. It's so good. So it's a great good. movie, and it should be on everyone's... Shh. It's Citizen Kane. It's better than Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane could not do what... She was also in that really hot show on HBO. Oh, Mrs. Fletcher. Like, oh my goodness. Being, like, your sexuality as, like... Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Fletcher. Fletcher. Yeah. Steamy. I read that book, and by read that book, I mean I listened to the audiobook, which had Carrie Coon... Have you ever heard, just like really quick, have you ever listened to the podcast My Dad Wrote a Porno? No, but I'm interested. Okay, it's it's really, it's good to pass the time where it's like, yeah, anyway. Okay, so who is Carrie Coon? <gasps> oh my God, you don't know I'm the sorry. queen, Carrie Coon? You should be sorry about that. Oh my Lord. Um, She was in The Leftovers. She was in probably a Marvel movie. Fargo, perhaps? I think she was in Fargo? She won, like, a bunch of Emmys, and she deserved every single one of them. 
I don't know what to tell you. If you ha- don't have any Carrie Coon in your life, I'm sorry. And I feel bad for you. And I hope you remedy that someday. That's your cross to bear. Not mine. Oh, she was in... I watched Fargo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then you kind of know... Okay. I didn't watch the second season. Oh, well. Um. Well, there we go. Okay. Anyway, I also... Sorry. I want to go back to something you said. Oh, please. This will be interesting. Oh, um, I, I was playing the Wikipedia game the other day Ooh, yes. where you like start on someone and then you have to get to something else. Oh, and we so started on Peppa Pig and yes. we had to get to the novel Anna Karenina. Those seem very closely related. That doesn't seem that hard to me. I'm just going to say it. It was actually not that easy. I really? go from like Peppa Pig to like um, television to like uh, streaming services to movie oh. studios to Paramount Pictures. Oh my goodness. To... Uh, some movie that eventually brought me to, I went through like a a couple, I went through like, um, Elizabeth Moss. Oh. I eventually got to Jenna Malone. Jenna Malone? What? I know. I I think they were in a movie together, but I got to Jenna Malone. And then I had the, I like had this like, whoa. This like unlocked memory because I watched the 2005 Pride and Prejudice so often because what I was trying to do was I was trying to find someone who had been in a movie with Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Yes, exactly. That's because what then you I have could to get do. to Pride and Prejudice and then I could get to Anna Karenina the or I could get to I could if I could get to Pride and Prejudice if I could get to Kira Knightley I could get to Anna Karenina the okay. movie which could get me to Anna Karenina the book. Yes, I was gonna say she was fully she was Anna no. Karenina. But but Jenna Malone was in Pride and Prejudice. What? No. She's Lydia. I don't know who that is, but I'm still shocked by this oh. announcement. I've never read Pride and, I don't Pride or Prejudice. I don't believe in Pride or Prejudice. I think they're two uh-huh. bad qualities. And she was in Saved with Mandy Moore. Saved was iconic. Did you see Saved? I love Saved. That movie's a satire. Yes, but it's good. It's so good. Okay. Well, okay. Wait, are you I haven't seen Saved. Oh, but okay. I read this the explains. Page and I... No, downloaded the movie. You need to watch it. it. I it gave I me life. Like I I'm very It's beautiful. Excited. It's like old Macaulay Culkin. Like Macaulay Culkin as a semi-adult, which I Lee. feel like he shouldn't have been allowed to age personally, but hey, that's just yeah. me. Um, did you Oh, have you seen Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I brought that up, but have you seen a Walk to Remember with Mandy Moore? Have I seen A Walk to Remember? Of course. Okay, good. I'm glad. Switchfoot? Only Hope? <laughs> Lay my hand my pray to be only pray. I know it's it is such, a Switchfoot song. Oh my god, I love it so much. I hope Switchfoot isn't homophobic because I... I went the to a fact switch that I foot. listen to Switchfoot as often as I did in middle and high school. Oh, I went to a college. I went to a concert of theirs in college with Reliant K. I mean, I believe it, but it was a good show. I really enjoyed myself. Didn't they, John Furman perform at our college? He for sure did. I went to that. It was yeah. the same year I went to see him in Switchfoot, so I saw him. Wow. Pro- form like three times that year. It was a little crazy, and I don't even like Switchfoot like that. But like, it was fun. They're good performers. He crowd surfed, which do you remember? I think he might suck. I think the Reliant K people are like where it's at, though. Are I they? Think like gay people. I thought Matt Tyson like hated therapy. Like, am I wrong about this? How do you write the song therapy and be anti-therapy? No, I. I mean, I wish I knew. Like, I don't know. Okay. No, they. Um. 
the lead guitarist at least is like pro lgbt oh cool good for him he's on the right side of history I hope they're all cool. I, I met them once. I have a picture with them that exists on some stranger's <laughs> phone. I mean, Owl City did a song with Carly Rae Jepsen, and Carly Rae Jepsen is the queer icon of our... Oh, for sure. So if Matt Tyson is BFFs with Owl City, then simply by extension, <laughs> Matt Tyson is BFFs with Carly Rae Jepsen, and therefore no must idea. be cool. I've listened to two Owl City songs. Are you kidding me? Owl City is actually really good. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of love them. I've Did you ever listen? Never mind. Okay, we gotta really get we, on track. We do. We've talked so much. Oh, my lord. Okay, I'm just gonna give us... I'm gonna go through my notes, and you can provide commentary as you want. I'm so good at that. All I do is provide commentary. Okay. So, um... Mommy Ringwald says you can stay with Mimsy. I already hate her based off the name. Of course. Yes. That's a shitty name. Um, Amy asks if she could get married. And Mommy Ringwald is like, what the fuck? Mm. Um, and uh, Ashley, then Ashley comes in and is like, so am I going to school or not? And her mom is like, no. Um, you should have told me about this. And Ashley has that iconic line. She goes, oh, that's my t- that's my punishment for not telling you. Ugh. I don't have to go to school. Fine. And then she like goes back to her room. I love her. I love her. Good for Ashley. She's really thriving and she deserves the world. Yeah. And then yeah, and like I just wrote Ashley fucking hates her mom. Um yes. and then I said this is this is my commentary on that. Is mm-hmm. this internalized mi- misogyny because oh. her dad's a dick? Yes, for and then sure. Sh- um Ashley also doesn't want Amy to go to Mimsy's, like, has hard feelings about that. Okay. Ashley hates women. I think we can say that with confidence, that Ashley is a misogynist, unfortunately. But you know what? We'll still support and love her with whatever she does. I think it's cool, Mm -hmm. actually. It's really groundbreaking for a young woman to be a misogynist, so I'm really actually very happy for her. It's internalized misogyny. 100%. Good for her. I'm now a fan of misogyny because Ashley's a misogynist. Just kidding. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. That was a weird little tangent to go on. So then George calls Amy and he's like, I miss my girls. Like, what's up? You don't feel good. You have lady troubles. And she's like, something like that. (laughs) And then she's like, don't come back. Like, don't come home. I'm fine. Because um, Mommy Ringwald told him, like, called him and told him to come. And And then she, like, tells him. She's like, I'm... And... Like, Mommy Ringwald takes the phone and is like, she's pregnant. And then he just, like, fucking looks at the phone and, like, hangs it up. It is probably the funniest thing I've ever seen (laughs) in, like, response to someone telling someone that they're pregnant. Is to, like, look at the phone like you're so surprised and then just, like, hang up and, like, jump away from the phone. Yeah, what the fuck, George? Like, be a person for five seconds instead of a cartoon character. I was very confused because I... I knew it was like um, like a cell phone, and I was like, "Did you just like dial into this call? Like, was this a conference call?" <laughs> yes, it was so weird. Like, I thought she was in a different room. It was. It didn't make sense. Okay, I'm gonna run through this quickly. We're back at school. We go through a bunch of different characters, as is the creators. They just go from one place. And I, these people never go to class. No. Okay, so. We gotta have a hallway scene. We simply must. So, Lauren and Madison, um, they were talking about how Amy isn't there. Lauren's parents won't let her see her. Um, Lauren is pro-termination and 
choice but madison is still not they like make a plan madison's like i'm gonna take a bus to go see to go like drop off the assignments because they can't respect her like taking one day off of school no then ricky comes up to them and they like kind of like ice him out um as they should ricky's a dick i hate ricky i know ricky found out from lauren's brother um and then adrian comes up to ricky and adrian is mad amy might have ricky's baby which like that's really like that happened before you and yeah ricky so and then she like doesn't yeah and then she's like i don't want you to interfere um basically implying like don't like contact amy because i'm pretty sure she's gonna get an abortion because she's not an idiot yeah that was a little weird that she was like inserting herself in that way um i just want her to Mm -hmm. you know do better than ricky because she can and she deserves better than ricky Mm -hmm. but you know she has a lot of very strong feelings unfortunately and Mm -hmm. the way she expresses them is to like make amy do thing or like hope that amy will act so so um adrian then implies ricky is converting basically for grace and so is now like anti-abortion and will like play that up in front of grace which he for sure will adrian's like you're jealous of both amy and grace um oh and then adrian's like you don't want her so badly you'd pretend to care about that baby to impress her which kind of like i mean that is kind of shitty to like convince someone that you like had a questionable sexual encounter with that resulted in pregnancy to like keep the baby in order to impress the girl you're like currently yeah yeah that's actually really disgusting Um, (laughs) yeah ricky then lies to grace and is like oh amy's not having my baby um like she's taking care of it and grace is like um, oh hell on a mission no to stop it and grace was also like did you read the passage in the bible i sent you last night and he's like oh no we don't have any of those books around again the <laughs> internet exists idiot the bible and app gr- or like bible.com and his response is no 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 she's like oh i'll get you a bible and he's his response is no babe don't spend any money on me oh, gross i hate it disgusting and then she's like oh i just have an extra one lying around of I'm sorry, course of like fucking course just lying around yeah, well, I mean, Bibles lying like I have like seven Bibles in this room right now with me, um, and like I don't so, even. Okay. Yeah. So then we have um, Amy's phone isn't in service because um, Lauren and Madison are trying to reach her. Um, they call Ashley, and Ashley is like, "You guys are so stupid, and you don't know how to keep your mouth shut." The way that she delivers all of her lines in like total monotone. Oh. If it was anybody else, I'd be like, you are really bad at acting, but it is, like, perfect. No, it's, like, amazing, snotty 13-year-old girl. Like, it is pitch perfect. Like, (laughs) Anna Kendrick. Am I right? No, it is. I love her. So then Ashley comes into Amy's room, and Amy's, like, laying on the bed, like, rubbing her belly. Again, she wouldn't really even have a belly at this point. Yeah. Um, And... Time doesn't exist in this universe. And I think that's really beautiful, actually. Um, there is, like, some, like, like undiscernible m- music playing in the background. This is the oh. first time we hear music with lyrics in it since the pilot. But yes. it is so quiet that you yes. cannot, like, you don't know what's playing. 
No, it's very just, like, royalty-free, like, Colby <laughs> Calais or, like, you know, folksy pop, jangly For guitars. For a second, I thought it might be, like, really old Taylor Swift, but it's not. No. How dare you, actually? Mm-hmm. Now the Swifties are going to come after you and take your tibias, so just, you know, you can live with that. It's the simless, the simlish version. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Um, I have this random note where we find out that Adrian's last name is Lee. Oh, cool. Um... Good for her. Way to have no. a monosyllable last name. So Amy calls Adrian to take her to a free clinic. Yeah, like how well do they know each other? Is my question. Like I, it doesn't yeah. make sense for her to call Adrian. Is it just because she knows that Adrian's like super I sex posy and will like take her to the clinic? So like Ben then is like, oh yeah, like Amy wants you to bring me too. Ugh, and I just like, I gross. fucking hate Ben, like butt out. Yes. And then he pays Adrian $200 to like also drive him. Yes. And like, he he, he bamboozles oh, her. Not, it's still ridiculous. She has no idea that this is not oh, Amy's yeah. plan too. So like, he just kind of manipulates her into taking him along just against Amy's wishes, which I don't think Adrian would have done that. So that's really upsetting. Oh, yeah. So then we have another scene with, like, Amy, Ashley, and their mom. Their mom can't get a doctor's appointment for her with their OBGYN. And then Amy is like, you know what? I'm taking control. Um, And the mom comes in and is like, what are you two doing? And they... And then she's like, George is looking for Ben... Um, and Amy and Ashley look so shifty, like they're oh like really hi- like hiding the fact that it's yes. not Ben's baby, like really poorly. Yeah, like not so. Then even, we go to this uh... scene with the Sausage King and George in George's office, Ugh. and the this Sausage was gross King to me. Is like very. He's just like really pushing um, Ben and Amy getting married at fifteen um, and having a baby together. Yeah. And they've known each other again, like, six weeks. It's really... Um, Mommy Ringwald mm. calls and breaks the news that it's not even Ben's, Ben's baby. baby. And um, also we find out that Ben's dad's name is Leo Boy- Boykovich. But he will um, always be Leo, the sausage total king. monster name, I'm saying. I could see it. Yeah. So then Ashley does a really good sister thing. And, like, Amy climbs out the window and Ashley covers for her. Yes, which in like the dumbest way possible. Like Molly Ringwald is actually very stupid for believing this. Oh yeah, this. and also just like this adds to the amount that they hate each other, Ashley and Mommy Ringwald. Yes, Ashley is at conflict in conflict with both of her parents, but like for whatever reason she just absolutely hates Molly mm-hmm. Ringwald, which doesn't make sense. If one of your parents is Molly Ringwald, you obviously like her best. That's just what you do. Everyone likes Molly Ringwald best. She made a career out of it yeah. in the 80s. So, then Amy meets this this scene really frustrated me because they sit outside of Amy's house oh, yeah. for so long. Where, yes. like, her mom could very easily, like, see the car or just, like... Yeah, at any moment, she could have yeah. turned her head. Also, okay, anyway. So, Adrian has a convertible, which is very strange to me because it seems like they don't have that much money. And her mom is literally just a flight attendant. But you know um, what? She deserves that car. car. 
It was an interesting choice. The car is cool as hell. And actually, you know what? If it she's was. a flight attendant, she probably Benny's doesn't sitting... need it as often. So Adrian can just take it. You Benny's know? sitting in the back, though. And then Amy gets in the back with him. And it's like a chauffeur. Yeah, that was and... gross. That was sick. And then we just get in like a fight where like. Yeah. It was a surprise to her that Ben was there. Ben tells Amy his dad is like convincing her dad to let them get married. Yes. Which Amy is still not sold on the idea of marriage. And then well, Amy tells Ben everyone knows it's Ricky's baby. Yeah. Um, and then Adrian is mad and is like, I hope you're not expecting Ricky to marry you. And she's like, no. And then no. we just have a bunch of like, a, um, Ben is really anti-abortion. Adrian yeah. is very pro like choice. Yes. Um, and then Ben like offers Adrian money to shut up. And I Ugh. never wanted to punch someone in the face more. I hate him so much. That's why like I hate the rich already, but he's making a good case for why I'm justified. Like you do not get to silence a powerful woman yeah. like Adrian. And then Adrian is like, it's your decision, Amy. We, we love, love it so much. See that pro-choice queen. It's really refreshing too because I feel like we didn't get that much in like teen. But then here's my media. problem: Do the writers hmm. know that abortion costs money? Like <laughs> that you can't just go to like a free clinic and like they'll provide like the abortion for free. Like, yeah, it that's... costs like six hundred dollars at least. A little bit of a plot hole there, where we're just supposed to assume that is like Ben supposed to pay for it because he's oh, not going to. It? Oh, but then Adrian was like, "It's a free clinic." Oh, yeah. Weird. Anyway, so then we have George and Mommy Ringwald fighting. Ugh. Heartbreaking to watch. Not really. Fuck George. He's an idiot. Yeah, and he's like, you trusted her? You trusted me when I told you I was working late. Which oh. Which is not really... Yeah, how is that helping you? Like... You can't draw a line from one to the other. Madison no. comes in at the worst time. And, like, just, like, forces her way in and, like, yells back to the yes. back of the house to be like, Amy, blah. In very Madison fashion, she makes a nuisance of herself. And we find out that George does not like Madison yeah, and they're... Lauren. <laughs> um, so then he's like, maybe it's time I come home and, like, forces a hug on Mommy Ugh. Ringwald. George just, needs like, to back off. He's using this as, like, a weird way, after, like, as if he didn't, he wasn't just staying with, like, his mistress. That's the thing. Like, how are you going to try to invite yourself back when for the last, like, week you've been staying yeah. with another woman? It's just, I so hate him. So then they're at the clinic and Ricky and Grace show up to the clinic demanding to see Ugh. Amy. So weird. I do have to say the the woman working the front desk is oh my, my favorite character Icon. thus far. We love to see her. Yeah, because the the woman is like, oh, like, we can't tell you who's here, you know, because fucking HIPAA. Yes, defend HIPAA. And like, we love HIPAA. <laughs> God, finally someone cares about HIPAA on this damn show. But if you need, like, family planning, counseling, like, we can provide oh, that for Lord. you. And Grace goes, Jesus is my counselor. And the <sighs> woman at the desk goes, he's mine too. And then Grace is just like... I don't think so. <laughs> um, oh. And then the woman calls security. But security is so ineffective. Like, no. he just stands there while they, like, fight in the lobby for, like, yeah. ten more minutes. Like, what is he doing? It's it's nonsense. Oh, 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 yeah. But Amy calls Ben back. And Amy is, like, crying some more. I feel so bad for Shailene. I oh, hope someone goodness. was giving her lots of water. She's probably dehydrated from all the tears that I, she's really? shedding. Like... Probably. Ugh. Give that girl um, some coconut water. Then Adrian water. is like, Ricky took advantage of her. And Grace is like, 
a like this is the part where I was like, Grace, you are too like you are too oh. into purity culture. It is harmful for you. Yes. Be- I'm so naive. Yeah, and she's blaming Amy, which is like the it, she's upholding the double standard for like men versus women. And yes. is basically she doesn't blame Ricky and doesn't Adrian blame Ricky is like at all. Pro sex, and she yes. tells Grace that it's normal, which I was like, yes, yes it is. I Adrian. love that the moment when she says like it's normal to want to have sex, like that is so powerful yes. and like so exciting um, to hear, and like good job, and Adrian. Then Adrian was like, Ricky's been with me too, and Grace's response was probably why he wants to be born again. Oh. Oh, fucking flamed. Wow. And then Ricky suggests they pray together. And I... Oh, I want to murder him. I hate Ricky so much. Really, Ricky is every problem in this show. Oh, yeah. So Amy cries some more and then wants to talk to her mom. That's like a very short little scene. I feel... There's so much crying. So So much crying. We have an Ashley and George scene where, like, the misogyny is again coming from inside the house. Oh, it's everywhere. But we kind of see that, like, I I do think Ashley might get some of those traits from her father. But, like, they're cool when she says them, but he's a dick when he says them. And that's not a double standard. That's just facts. She's, like, explaining the intricacies of the school life, kind of. And, like, I'm taking a drink from my damn water because I won't shut up. Very refreshing. Swell, if you want to sponsor us, we're here. Yeah, Ashley calls Ricky slime, and then she calls Adriana slut, and then George yeah. is like, don't say that. Oh. Um, which I was like, George, I... Shocking for George to make that stance. Yeah. And then George says that the French horn is too big an instrument for a girl, which I was just what like, the fuck was how that? are you going to like tr- try to not be a misogynist by like being like, don't say slut? And then, like, say that the instrument's too big for a girl. Also, it's the French horn. It's not even, like, a fucking sousaphone. Yeah. It's so and then tiny. he asks Ashley if her mom is dating anyone, which, like... So weird. Like, why does he care? You're the one who adultered. I'm sorry. They have literally been separated for, like, two days. Yeah. When did she have time? I, when... What? When would she have time to start dating someone? She doesn't. And George is paranoid. I it, hate him. I'm gonna hit him with my car. Or a lawsuit for damages to my mind. Yeah, and then he, like, cuts the tension that he created by asking that question by being, like, who's this slut? Which, like, he literally yeah. just said, told Ashley not to use that word. Um, and, and then George, George finds sucks. out Adrian is his girlfriend's daughter. And then he's like, oh, I gotta go. And he yes. just, like, leaves. Oh, my gosh. Rough. <laughs> I know, truly. Then we have Ricky and Adrian. Um where like adrian is worried that ricky is gonna marry amy and then adrian and ricky there's like a lot of sexual tension and what do they do they take it and they run with it they just kiss and i'm assuming they do more but i was just thinking the perfect thing underneath because um adrian is like telling ricky that like they're both bad people or whatever and i was just like you know what would be great if Billy Eilish's bad guy oh was playing. Yes. And like when they kissed, it's like, I'm the bad guy. So I was like, oof, if I. We should make that edit. 
<laughs> do you think maybe as in like our spare time on the Patreon, we should just like we should also just edit out Ben entirely. Yes, we'll just fix the show. We'll put good music behind it. We'll win a daytime Emmy for our contribution or like a Webby Award. I don't think you can win daytime Emmys for re-editing existing shows, but you know what? It's yeah. so non-prestigious. Maybe you can. If you have a daytime Emmy, you basically don't have an Emmy, and I will put that on the record. Yeah, me too. So then we have a Grace and Jack scene, mm. and, like, Jack all of a sudden wants Grace back after, like, being a total dick to her last episode. Yeah, out of nowhere, he's just completely changed his stance re-Grace. And she's yeah. like, great, you can miss me for the rest of your life, which, like, good for you, Grace. Good going, Grace. Honestly, good line. But- but then Jack does the purity culture thing and he blames Adrian for the cheating where it's again like men yeah. are not held accountable for their actions and women are to blame. So, okay, moving on. We have a Mark and Ben scene. Um, Mark is very adamant that marriage is a bad idea and he doesn't see the marriage lasting. Yes, which um, And good. then it's like kind of like Ben is like recognizing that he's like, who broke your heart? And Ugh. Mark is like, we're not, I'm not talking about my personal life, which I was like, good job good setting job. boundaries. We love that in a therapeutic relationship. Thank you, hot counselor, for doing your job well. Uh, Leo comes in to like pick up, Gross. to pick up Ben and like invites Mark to like go get pizza. Listen, I'm saying if Mark and Leo end up together, I would oh, love to see it. I would not. Hot counselor can do better. Um, but yeah. Leo is, like, literally Ben, and this is, like, the first... Because... Maybe the first time we see that they're basically the same person. How was Amy? Uh, she'll come around. Yeah. And then Mark is, like, what if they don't? And Leo does the same eyebrow raise, and he, like, looks at Ben, and he's, like, who broke his heart? Yeah. And Ben goes, I don't know, he can't discuss personal matters. And I'm just, like... Y'all are so annoying. But then they go out and get pizza together or something. Yeah, so, like, cute, whatever, fine. They had a moment. There's, like, a sweet Amy and Mommy Ringwald scene where Mommy Ringwald is, like, very adamant. She's like, listen, you don't want Ben to rescue you. Like, there's there are consequences to being rescued. And then she like admits to Amy that like her father had rescued her and she's been trying to repay him ever since. And I was like, actually that makes sense why you stayed with this asshole. It does. It really fills in a lot of details. And honestly, it's just such an important lesson that I feel like, again, we weren't getting much in pop culture at this point. Just like there really Mm -hmm. is a huge like debt to be paid after you've been rescued unfortunately mm-hmm. and some people will think that you owe them your lives after they rescue you and will just use it against you forever it's really upsetting and i mean i've had that happen to me and it, i know it they sucks. really oh my god yes amy finds out that mommy ringwald and george eloped because she was pregnant and um but Mommy Ringwald does have this sweet thing where she's like, I'm so happy we eloped when we did. I'm oh. so happy I got pregnant with you. I'm so happy that I had you. Um, and I'm just like, and she's kind of like, no matter what happens with like me and your dad, like we both love you. Um, and then she's like, we're even happy we had Ashley. And I was oh like, my why do you fucking hate your second child so much? Everyone hates Ashley. Oh my goodness. I think, you know what? If Ashley does not have like, a substance abuse storyline later in this oh. show. I am going to be surprised because yes, it's they going really, to happen. Like, 
They set her up for it. They really are giving her an adverse child experience. Not to go all social work on you, but... Oh, no, you do that. You go social work. But here's my question. Yes. Oh, but there is kind of also this sweet, like, thing where they're talking as, like, the show, like, pans out and their voice is getting quieter and they're talking. And it's, like, very sweet, like, actual mother-daughter like conversation that sounds sweet and she's like what are you worried about and amy is like i'm worried it's gonna hurt and then she's amy is also like i don't want ashley to like suffer because of my decision like i don't want people to like talk shit to her and then she goes i don't want her to think this is romantic at all like even though like ben wants to marry me and i was just like oh my god this is actually like very pure and you're trying to like make it so that way you can't really hear the dialogue like because you're like zooming out yeah but that you know what they should have zoomed in for that line because it was beautiful and it like it it gave me goosebumps again right now like as i'm talking to you in the future i got them again and also it could be because it's Here's very my cold in my room because so i did open my window earlier amy and or Mommy Ringwald and George were, like, pregnant with Amy when they got married. Yes. Yes. Does he have a history of cheating? Did he cheat on Grace's mom? Yes. I did immediately wonder this as well. Like, is that why he was divorced from her was because of cheating? But also, like, Tom is older. So I'm assuming if the Bowmans are Tom's parents, then that timeline might not work mm-hmm. out. So maybe, you know, I don't want to defend George. I never want to defend George. I would like to throw George in a large pit and not give him a rope. I would like, but, you know, yeah. as much as I dislike George, maybe he didn't cheat because of the time of it all. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, anyway, the credits were different at the end of this episode. That's really were they? big. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure they were always, right? Like, it was just clips from the show, right? Oh. Yeah, they were, like, different. Actually, I don't know, because I don't know if I've ever gotten to the credits before. But they, okay. there's, like, an inset panel with, like... Oh, yeah, with the... They're, like, oh, really... Theme song. The I'm pretty sure it was every time. I'm behind. You are. But it's fine. We celebrate um, that. This episode was honestly kind of a bummer. Like, it uh, made again, me sad. this seemed like an exposition-heavy episode where they it, just included yes. it because they needed to, like, get some stuff out of the way. I don't 100%. think... I think it would be really helpful if they got some, like, lesbians in the writer's room. Yeah, And, like, learned how to do, like, a slow build. Oh, yes. Oh, no one does a slow build like a lesbian. Oh, my goodness. Like, have you seen Portrait on a, of a Lady on Fire? Oh, so It slow. also just feels, like, very chaotic instead of, like, organized. Yes. Um, but, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, de- I It definitely was good to watch this episode as, like, a follow-up to episode five. Yes. Um, yes. It was a good chaser for that shot. Yeah. I think the title... I mean, the title, Love for Sale, makes me kind of think of, like, when Ben is paying Adrian to drive him oh but like there's not really like an exchange of love very confusing see i thought it was love for sale in like a dowry sense like when the two fathers get together to like discuss the marriage of their their children like it felt like george Mm. was trying to sell or like yeah the sausage king was trying to buy amy from george that is true because ben's dad is like you know like we'll take really good care like we have a lot of money yes 
So, like, the Boykoviches are trying to buy Amy, and that is the love for sale. And surprisingly, George turns down the offer. He's a selfish ass, so I kind of thought he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, I am good to wrap up there. I'm very excited for next week's episode because we're going to oh, have a yes. special guest. Yes, we have a very special cast. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited. What? What are you doing? You can't just oh. say that. We don't want to spoil it. No, we're going to bleep it because it's a lot funnier when it gets bleeped. <laughs> I think that's the height of comedy when someone says something they're not supposed to and you bleep it out. So that will be but bleeped. But you can follow us on Twitter at your two gay friends. Your is spelled you are, two is spelled out. Um, you can follow mm. Jesse at GoJesse2K20. Yes, and do that, please. you can follow Aaron at GlutenMonster, but the O in Monster is a zero. Yes. Um, we also have a Patreon. Um, you can throw us some money there if you want. You can become a... Uh, a patron? Is that what it is? You become a patron? Um, you can become a patron. <laughs> um, our Patreon is... Um, Secret Life of Two Gay American Teenagers. That is the name of this podcast. And you can find us any place that you get your podcast. Yes. Rate, review, subscribe. Give us those numbers. Boost us up in the algorithm, please. Um, Share with your enemies if you want. Um, Just share it. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much, guys. Like, guys, everyone, we love you. (sighs) Yeah. Bye, friends. Bye-bye. We love you.